Hey friend, have you experienced success in your business yet you still feel empty? Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you feel stagnant and lack clarity on how to grow it? Listen, it takes clarity of how God defines and directs us, plus discipline to take the action that leads to consistency and growth. And clarity is what we are talking about this month on the podcast. And before we get into the episode, I want you to know that I can help you through my private coaching. I work with a limited number of clients who desire to go deeper in pursuing Success God's Way. And this month, May 2022, I have two openings for my foundation or growth coaching program. If you've ever been curious about working with me, let's explore together. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call today at aaronharrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Hey friend, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, Taylor Made for Christian business women who have had success yet feel something is still missing. The heart of this show is to help entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this show, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving kingdom business. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. And wasn't that an incredible guest conversation we had last week with Shelly Mache? I mean, she brought the fire, right? So if you have not listened to that, I really encourage you to go back because this month we're talking about clarity. And I'm actually going to take us around some different parts of clarity this month. I've talked about clarity in the past because, you know, my mission in helping female Christian entrepreneurs align results to God's truth, that's the heart of what I do, is to help break the chains of overwhelm and overachievement and unfulfillment so that they can walk out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and ultimate fulfillment. And there's so many facets to this idea of clarity. So You can go back to November of 2021, and I think I covered clarity back then a little bit differently. And while I will be applying our four keys, so make sure you go and grab that down in the show notes to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, I'm going to take it from a little bit different perspective. So shout out to Shelly. Girl, it was amazing. Thank you so much for being my guest. Okay. This week, we are talking about the cause for clarity, what will we stand for? Now, I want to be very clear. I don't feel called in my platform of the podcast and the message that I share to talk about world issues and what we stand for politically or what we stand for as Christians. I am very specifically assigned the task of applying biblical principles to business to help ambitious Christian women like you, my listeners, 
to walk out his assignment, right? We just talked about that. So I just wanted to be clear on that. So that's not what you're going to find in this podcast and not what you're going to find in this episode. But when we talk about what will you stand for, it's about standing on the foundation of the clarity that we have in Jesus being our Savior and what it means to bridge our faith and business to allow Him to lead and to allow Him to define what is our message and whom do we serve and how do we do that, right? So the first place that I want to take you is the definition of clarity. If you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, did you know I had a YouTube channel? Go check that out. The definition of clarity from Word Hippo is the state or measure of being clear, either in appearance or thought or style or in lucidity. And the synonyms, there are a long list of synonyms for clarity, but I really loved these three that I saw there. It's about precision but it's also about simplicity and it's about certainty. And when we know who we are and whose we are, and we allow the Lord to define who we are and what success is for us and the assignment that he's given us, we can operate with precision because even though we often find our neck on swivel and we're looking left and right at what others are doing, we can operate from precision because we allow him to define and direct us, and then we put that into discipline. We can operate with simplicity because we don't have to overcomplicate it, even though where are my overthinkers out there? We often spend time overthinking what to do next. I feel like I was overthinking these, this month's episodes, in fact, as I was writing this just before I recorded it. And what I know is that when it's not simple, I am trying to get ahead of the Lord. And the most important definition that that we need to embrace is that he is the Lord, our God, and we will have no other gods before him, as it says in Exodus 20, verse 3. And often we need to remind ourselves that he is God and we are not. We are not little gods. We are not supposed to be up on any pedestal. And um, we are not in charge ultimately, right? So when we have clarity of that, we can operate in simplicity and we can operate in certainty because even if we don't know what will happen next, even if we don't know that the outcomes will look the way we want, we know the author of our story and he is the finisher of our story. And we talked recently back in our conversation about consistency that, you know, we may be in chapter 15 of our story. And God knows what's going to happen in chapter 22. And so he's setting us up for that. And I have a really great example of that that allows us to step forward in certainty and expectancy and trust. So I only have a few scriptures for you today, but I do have some book recommendations. So I'm excited about this. So let me go to this first scripture, which is John 15, 4 and 5. So if you've been following me for a little while, you know that these are the foundational verses of hustle with heart coaching. Why? Because it's all about being aligned and abiding and enmeshed with Jesus. And that when we do that, we are fully nourished by him. We don't seek nourishment or fulfillment, which we talked about last month outside of him. And that puts us on that certain foundation, right? So this is what it says in John 15, four and five. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For 
Without me, you can do nothing. Let me back up because I just read verse five. Verse four says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, we cannot do this on our own. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. And this is a relief to us, right? Because it means that we don't have to shoulder it. It's up. We don't, and Dr. there's a link to the Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible down in the show notes for you. It says this, the only way we can play a significant role in the kingdom of God is to allow Jesus to live his life in and through us. While apart from him, we can do nothing. In him, we can do anything he calls us to do. What in the world does this have to do with clarity, Aaron? Well, let me tell you what it has to do with clarity. When we are clear that we are the branch, we are not the vine, we are not the trunk of the tree, we are the branch of the tree. Then we can be clear on this. And this hit me recently as I was reading through these verses, that he is the vine and we are the branch. But without a vine, there is no branch. Let me say that again. Without a vine, there is no branch. That he is the great creator. And without him, we don't even exist. So if that is the case, it would make sense that being defined and being having clarity of who he says we are and whose he says we are means that we understand that we're not here to do this by ourselves and that we can stand for the truth that he created us, that we can stand for the truth that without him, we are nothing, that we can stand for the truth that we are a branch, but if the vine doesn't grow, the branch can't grow, right? And then I love that because sometimes it's scary when we read this part that says, without me, you can do nothing because as self-sufficient people, especially as women, we're like, I don't want to be told that without somebody, I can do nothing because I can do everything. And the world tells us that, doesn't it? But we know that if we stand for Jesus being our savior, not our titles, not our businesses, not our success, not even our families, our spouses, our relationships. If we stand for him being our one and only, then we know we can't do this without him. So again, that comes back to that clarity. So now I want to take you over to Mark and we're going to go to Mark 8:36. And Jesus says this. This is his in, this is not even an invitation, it's his instruction that we are to take up our cross and follow him. So he says in 836, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Last month we talked about fulfillment and I talked a lot about my path of trying to find fulfillment, even in the daily discipline, even in the productivity, trying to find fulfillment in the stuff and the accolades and the titles and and the success and, and all of that. But what that really is doing is that we are gaining the world, but we're losing our own soul. Dr. Charles Stanley says here, the question is meant as rhetorical from Jesus. Nothing can really make up for the loss of our soul. Yet how many of us regularly exchange our lives for much less than the whole world? I was having a conversation recently with friends about social media and 
a couple of things that I realized. And I, by the way, I have a link below to a fantastic podcast episode. My friend Avery Forrest hosts the Christian um, Business Camp podcast. And she was interviewing a guest talking about how she took three months off of social media. I know, <gasps> right? <laughs> Are you getting Angina thinking about that? But my point is this, is that we can gain the world and chase after meaning and definition in the followers and the size of the email list and, and all of the things. But ultimately, all we're gaining is the world, which is always shifting sands and always temporal. So the reason I bring this up here in this, this, this cause for clarity is that we are we have to have clarity to stand firm in what he's given us to do. We have to have clarity to be um, steadfast in knowing who we are and whose we are. And this next piece is we've got to understand not only who we are and whose we are, but what is the message that he's given us to share and that we cannot waver in it. So a few years ago, I was working with my coach, <clears throat> who is not Christian, interestingly. And she said to me when we started working together, what is your message? And I told her, and she said, are you willing to compromise on that message? And at first I was a little bit offended because I was like, are you asking me to compromise? Because I will not. And she said, no, no, no. I'm very happy to hear you say that. And this is what she said, because your message is your beacon. Your message is your lighthouse. In other words, when the world gets loud and chaotic and people want you to speak about certain things or change up your message or tweak it in a way that makes it more palatable to the secular audience or whatever that is. And that's, that's my, you know, my situation, but it's true for you and your message too. You need to keep your message as your beacon. And so we need clarity to know what we stand for. We need clarity to understand what God's message is. We need simplicity of the message so that people know when they encounter us in person or on social media, what we stand for, um, that, that we are, are clear and precise in the work that we're doing, that we're clear and, and certain of what he's given us to do. But are we willing to stay steadfast in that? And that's what I'm talking about, this clarity of what will you stand for and letting your message be your beacon. And at the end of this episode, I have some journal prompts. So that's kind of be your homework of like putting your feet to the faith in action to apply what we're learning today, right? So I've been recently reading this book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And there's a link in the show notes to go get the book. And this is what he says. I love this. He says, in the meritocracy of the West, so our Western world, it is easy to feel like we're only as good as our next sales commission or quarterly reports or music singles or sermons or Instagram posts or new toys. So we're constantly out of breath chasing the ever elusive wind. We are constantly out of breath chasing the ever lucid wind. And then he goes on to quote what we just talked about, which was Jesus in Mark 8, 36. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Why do I bring this up? Because if we are clear and we are focused on him, we are not chasing after the things in the world. We are consistent in how 
we're sharing our message and how we're showing up. It, it goes beyond a conversation of branding. It goes beyond a conversation of what are your brand colors and are you always wearing them? Which if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm not wearing my brand colors today. I'm wearing yellow, right? Because it's a cloudy day and I want some sunshine. But if we're constantly hurrying around and we're allowing these worldly things to distract us and to get us wrapping our, anchoring our identity to them, then how can we be clear in our cause for clarity? I think my Wi-Fi was going in and out. So again, I want to go back to this clarity, this simplicity, this precision, this certainty of knowing who we are and whose we are and knowing the message that he's given us and that we will not waver. So remember that your message is your beacon. Your message is your beacon. And before I give you this um, this homework, the last two things that I want to say. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm holding up this... Um, white index card and it has all of these I am statements on it. And one of them actually is not a Bible verse, but it's something that I wrote, which is I am a woman of God with an internal calling. So where on earth does that show up in the Bible? Well, those words do not. But if you take Ephesians 2.10, which says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, predestined for us, right? So he's created us to do these things, right? And you add to that our purpose, which is to love people and make disciples. Then you can believe that you are a woman of God and that you do have an eternal calling. And guess what? Your business is one way that you fulfill that. It is one way that you administer that. It is one way that you show up with the message that he's given you and not wavering in what you will stand for and what you will be known for. And the way that you do this is to turn up your focus. So I love to say that I help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth and turn up focus so that you can walk out his assignment for kingdom impact. And what does that focus mean? Well, that focus means to focus on Christ until steady. That's F-O-C-U-S, focused on Christ until steady, focused on Christ until your vision is steady, until you have a clear picture of where you're going, until that, that like the projector that you have to turn uh, to get it fo in focus, right? Focused on Christ until steady. Be clear in his cause for clarity and what you stand for as you walk out your business. So here are the journal prompts that I have for you as your homework. You can write these in your journal and pray over them. I hope that you'll do that. And I want to hear how this works for you. So please DM me or hit me up on Voxer. That link is down there. Number one, Lord, how are you asking me to show up today? How are you asking me to show up? Do you want me on social media? Do you not? What does that look like? right? Let us trip up all the algorithms because the Lord is the ultimate algorithm. And how does he want you to show up? Okay. Number two, what is the message that you've given me? There's a lot of talk in the marketplace about niching 
and, um, you know, really focusing on your client avatar. And I do believe that because I believe when you get focused, while we're not eliminating everyone, you're speaking to that one person. So Lord, what is that message? We've got to get clear on what the message is that he wants us to share. And then number three, Lord, how do I share it? And whom do I serve? How do I share this message you've given me? And whom do I serve? How do I stand for this message that you've given me? Give me the clarity around that message and show me how to show up. Show me how to share it. Show me with whom to share it. When you gain clarity in that, my friends, you will see God move in your business in ways that you could never imagine or plan. When you get clear on that and you stand for that and you're not willing to waver on that, he will absolutely bless that obedience because you've been faithful in that. He will make connections you couldn't have made. He will put you in front of audiences you couldn't have found. He will bring clients you couldn't have thought of. And you will marvel at what you did, but what he blessed, right? So I told you earlier that I had a story of how the Lord moves ahead of us. So recently we found out that uh, we miscalculated some things in our taxes and we owed taxes this year, which stinks. I know it does mean that we're built, you know, we have a good business. So we were, you know, we've been debt free for a while. If you followed me for a while, you know that we went through the financial peace journey. And so this was hard news, but let me tell you what God did. A few months ago in my consulting business, God had brought me a client that I've worked with before and they came back like right now and I will be working with that client the next couple of months. Well, that time that I'm working for that client and the revenue that will come from that virtually pays two thirds of of this tax bill. My point is this. I didn't know that. (laughs) I didn't know the tax bill was coming, but God did. I didn't know the client was coming, but God did. What is my point? When you are clear on walking out the mission he's given you, when you are enmeshed and aligned and abiding in the vine, all nourishment comes from him. And you can try to do a million things on your own, friends. But until you get clear that he is leading you, that he is nourishing you, and that you stand for what he's given you to do and to share, it's not going to go nearly as far as when you put it in his hands and you stand up with a cause for clarity to work with precision and simplicity and certainty. So those journal prompts are in the show notes. Make sure you go grab those. And hey, by the way, Before we go, if you are having challenges with this, if you're like, I don't know what the message is, I don't know where to go with it, or I've been doing it and I've had success, but I still feel empty. And I know God gave me this business with a purpose, but I don't always have the consistency to walk out what he's given me to do. Friend, I can help you as your coach. I have two coaching spots open in the month of May. Let's jump on a call and chat about that. Schedule your call today and we'll do that. And in the meantime, until next time, I implore you and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth and turn up focus so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity and fulfillment. That my friends is redefining hustle and pursuing success. 
God's way. It's called Hustle with Heart. I'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle with Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool and other helpful links. If this episode speaks to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. And come find me on Voxer, where I love to connect with listeners in my podcast hangout. The link is in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to hustle with heart and that pursuing success God's way will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.